Hello and welcome to another episode of the UK Airshow Review Podcast, the podcast we started when we had no airshows to review. My name is Sam and joining me today are... John and Ian. Uh, we're actually recording in person today. We are at Ultimate Warbird Flights at Cywell Aerodrome in Northamptonshire. Uh, and joining us today is Richard Grace. Hello. Hello. Thank you for coming on. <laughs> no, no problem. Thanks for having me. Um, we are going to be talking today about the upcoming air show for New for 2024, Cywell 2024. Oh, no, sorry. I do know, <laughs> I do know about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, if, I mean, if you're listening to this, then you, you can't fail to have noticed the, the social media uh, output well, coming from good. this air show. Yeah, that's, that's a good sign. But in case you didn't know, it's a, an upcoming, well, an air show, it, it looks like at the moment just a warbird show, but I think you're, you're yeah. going to correct me on that. I am. Yeah, I mean, you know, that is my passion, um, and I've had a lot to do with the flying programme, um, but there is other stuff, as you'll see. Mm -hmm. No spoilers today. But um, yeah, it's, it's got a, you know, there's enough other stuff that it isn't just a warbird show. Okay. Um, so yeah, but it's a great location for warbirds, you know, bit of grass, bit of hard. Yeah, no one can complain about landing. So, so I mean, the first sort of big question, and it's the first, and it's a big one, is what would have been your aims for the show? Because from everyone else's point of view, it's kind of come out of nowhere a little bit. So we kind of sat down and and in the office here, um, and just thought it'd be good to put on an air show. You know, I, I'd been thinking it for a while, and then Sophie Wright, who's you know sort of the permanently in the office here and the problem solver. She thought we should put on an air show. Mentioned it to my wife. My wife mentioned it to me, and uh, and 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 here we are. Um, but it, you know, obviously there was a Sawan air show. It was a fairly prolific air show, but every two years. Um, so and the owner of the airfield has always you know loved the idea of having the air show. So he was very pleased when I approached him to say, "Can we put on an air show?" He leapt at the idea, um, and it's kind of developed from there. Obviously, we've not wanted to start making noises about having an air show uh, with, without having something decent to talk about. So in the background for the past probably four months I've been booking air show acts. Um, good news is I sort of know everyone so it's pretty easy to book them all. <laughs> um, just picked up the phones of a few people and had a whole air show. Um, but yeah I mean most people have been sort of booked and confirmed for it for a few months and they've just been keeping quiet. Sure. Um, the only thing we've been really waiting for now is is the light at the end of the tunnel on being able to sell tickets, uh, which is just a bit of a process to make sure you get it set up right so it's smooth and easy to book tickets. Um, and yeah, I apologise that we're launching aeroplanes without the ability for anyone to buy a ticket. But in a way, uh, you know, it, it's sort of the way around you want to do it in that people want to buy a ticket when they can see what's coming. You know, I think if we just launched an air show and said, buy tickets but not mm, of course. not what was coming they'd, they'd probably wait and see what was coming um, so no we think it's definitely better to announce the the aeroplanes prior and you may well see the amount of aeroplanes we're um, announcing the, the speed of that may well increase actually so that we oh, really everything that we've um, <laughs> well yeah we might have to speed it up to, to get you know if, if tickets hopefully tickets are going on sale this week but we'll obviously give plenty of notice uh, through the same channels, social media and stuff, about when the tickets are going to go on sale so that people can at least... What I'd hate would be for someone that would love to come to the air show to be at work on that day and, and miss out on getting a ticket. Um, they're going to be... Lord, there's early bird tickets. So if you get your ticket before the end of February, 
it's not going to cost you as much as it will after. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we're going to still a, 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 an advanced ticket price. And then eventually, as you get right before the show, it will be full price tickets. Um, none of it's expensive. Like, well, air shows are getting more expensive, yeah. aren't they? I mean, unfortunately, and it's a necessity. They simply have to be more expensive because everything's more expensive. I mean, a loaf of bread in the supermarket's more expensive, isn't it? Um, but we've tried to keep it reasonable. Sure. Um, I mean, how how have you? Well, as a start, you, as you've been we're not charging for right? parking, so it's going to be okay. you know those early bird tickets are going to be thirty eight pounds without having to pay a tenner for parking like some other places charge. So there is a limited no, no, no. <laughs> um, there is a <laughs> there is a limited number of those tickets though. Uh, I won't tell you how many it is, but there is a limited number of those early bird tickets. Um, Maybe three less now, I think. Um, so yeah I mean essentially just just watch social media if you can and and, and if you can't have someone else watch it for you Um, (laughs) and then um, and it it, it will eventually it does have its own website Um, so there will very very soon be a website there's no point in having a website till we can sell tickets and there's VIP tickets as well Um, good VIP enclosure that we Ultimate Warbird Flights is sponsoring actually Um, so I'll make sure it's good free flowing beer and wine Nice. Um. <laughs> Sold it already. There you go. <laughs> well, I suppose announcing uh, acts before tickets go on sale is having the effect. I mean, we speak about it daily. You know, there's a running joke yeah. that, you know, bloody household, I'll calm down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Three, three the problem is we didn't have a social media following because it was a brand new social media page. So it, 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 we need it to be active and we need people to be looking at it. Um, and it is developing quite quickly. So. Um, yeah, certainly launching the acts is, is is the key to all that, I think. I mean, we, we started talking about it, I think we first mentioned on the podcast, sort of early December or November, because it was, it, it just suddenly appeared hmm. in the online sphere, I guess. Yeah, it was Some an accident. That. <laughs> I really. <laughs> like, was that but that's, it was that a good accident. It was a happy yeah. accident. But yeah, we, we had, I think, a Facebook page you can't build in the background. I want to say, Darren Harbar, the photography chap, you know, very well known aviation photographer, he's doing all that social media. Um, and he made all the pages for everything. And with the Facebook one, he put the poster as the image. Yeah. And then someone found it. <laughs> Immediately, <laughs> they was like, oh no, there we go, cut out the bag now. Um, <laughs> but we've had the poster for months. But, you know, obviously, yeah. didn't want to do anything with it until we knew we were doing something. Sure. But we had at that point, of course, decided that we were definitely, definitely doing something. Um, so, yeah. Since then, we've been able to at least talk about a bit more than just a poster. Um, I mean, it's it's not just been a bit more, has it? It's been no, a lot there's, more. A, there's a lot more. Yeah, I mean, I, I, um, and a lot more to come. So, I mean, we're going at two a day at the moment, so you can expect. Yeah. You keep an eye on it. You can expect to see two aeroplanes every day. I hopefully, mean, I, potentially speeding up to three if we're going to start selling tickets maybe at the end of this coming week. So, I mean, that's that's a lot of aeroplanes already, isn't it? And but this is the thing: you can't read. Don't read this out. Of course not. <laughs> but you know, well, we, you, but the, the listeners will enjoy our and ours. So if you actually flip the page, you get a better idea because that's then the list of aeroplanes. Um, so this is where we do ooh's and ah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. But say nothing. <laughs> I can't this believe that's one, coming. This one here, I, that will be a bit of a highlight for me personally. Okay. Um, All right. That's interesting. Yeah. Mm. Oh, wow. There's a lot of silence, which isn't great for a podcast, isn't it? Um, But, yeah, quite like that that as well. Yeah, sure. Yeah. That's very cool. It would have been seen once before, but... 
Um, yeah, but you can see, as you rightly say, it's definitely warbird heavy. It is. It's. Um, I would you would call that a warbird show. Yeah, but there's there's things there as I'm sure the listeners will find out in due course. There is stuff there that is. Oh yeah. That's a good one, isn't it? That yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> that's still need to. That's not absolute that okay. one at the moment. Okay. I'm working very hard to make it so. I mean, this is as, as much as this isn't fantastic podcast material. <laughs> we need to stop. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so no, yeah, that, that's you, you a good idea. But there's um, still, as you can see, we could definitely like launching to a day is not. Well, one of the things I was going um, to say was, it's felt like already that everything you've announced has been. a what would be a star item at most shows and it's yeah. been nothing but that so far. We're very lucky, obviously, that with Fighter Aviation, whom we work with, you know, operating their aircraft through Ultimate Warbird flights, but most of that which we've already announced is aeroplanes that we operate and obviously yeah. there's still a fair list of aeroplanes that we operate that are, are yet to appear, you know, so spoiler alert, I yeah. think it's fair to say that everything that we operate is going to be at yeah, the show. Um, but yeah, plenty of other stuff as well. Yeah. Um, sorry. I'm just going to say it, it's the start of January. You don't usually get aircraft announcements for any shows for months on end, and it, it's like Christmas is still continuing. It's hard, isn't it? Because <laughs> as a you know, having been an airship participant for a number of years, particularly when we were doing the trigger aerobatics team, team stuff back in the day, um, you were always as an act. Everyone would always wait and see what the military participation announcement was and what you'd been allocated by the military. Um, and I think that's why most people announce their lineups in, um, you know, March, April time, is because they've then found out what they're going to get and therefore how much that's going to cost, and and then you know budget everything else around that. Um, and that was certainly what we always found. Mm, but yeah. you know, it being a you know a warbird show, we we don't have to wait. You know, we know what warbirds we want. We know what we want to do with them, so we're able to book them and we're able to let people know that we have booked them. Mm. Um, has it, has yeah. it been easier to sort of book, I suppose, civilian acts like this and get the announcements out than it would be for, um, I, I suppose, a, a bigger show or something something like that? I don't really know. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, we, we, we've sort of historically always known what's coming in the season for us by about now. Anything else that we, um, you know, we always, because we've got, a, a large fleet of aeroplanes that we operate, warbirds only, but a large fleet of aeroplanes. We've got a level of redundancy, so we tend to then find that when someone has booked an aeroplane that maybe only that person only got one aeroplane, then we, we end up filling in for them if it goes tech or if they go tech. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to say it has been easier, yes. Primarily because I know everyone, mm. and that's what's really helped, is that I think if I call someone up and say, we are putting on an air show, they go... Richard's going on an air show. Let's well, that, um. that's a really interesting side of it because it, it, it's it's the operator who's organising the show as opposed to say the venue. Now I'm, I'm sure obviously you've had to work quite closely with Sywell Aerodrome. Yeah, but we I mean we do on everything. So of course. Yeah. Um, I guess that has made a big difference then being the operator rather than the venue. Yeah, definitely. I mean they're doing all the venue stuff. This mm -hmm. is the great thing. So you know if if. If you were throwing a party at your house, you'd know exactly where everything was. You wouldn't struggle to find the knives and the forks and the spoons in the decent places. Um, and it's the same with Sywell. You know, it's their site. They've owned it for, since before it was an airfield. Mm -hmm. and, and they know exactly where the knives and forks and spoons are. They know how to have an event at their own site. Um, 
And for me, I'd like to think that I know how to book a decent airshow lineup. So, so they're very much doing that, and we're just dealing with the airshow lineup and everything that's involved in putting on the flying display. But when you turn up and go, oh, there's toilets there, 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 and there, that's them. They, they've decided to put the toilets there because they probably know that they need to put the toilets there. And obviously, it is an event site as well as being an airport. And yeah. they see a lot of other people turn up and have a go at putting their event on here and they get to learn from not necessarily their mistakes because all the events that happen here I personally think are really good um, but they get to see how others have done it and sit back and think oh would we do it like that well now you're going to find out exactly how they do it so let's say they get it wrong no I'm joking <laughs> <laughs> but yeah they will get it right because they just know of they know how to do it so um, if it goes well it's you if it goes bad it's them <laughs> I think that's very unfair but I mean let's just say yes at this stage no, no, I, think, I think if you don't like the flying program that's definitely on me for sure uh, and I apologise if you don't like it but I think you'll like it um, so far so far, so far. Yeah. Oh, we used to be spoken on the podcast previously this time of year it's the lull of the air show season and everybody sort of thinking you know, reflecting on the year that's just gone by and uh, sort of anticipation of what's coming up uh, for this year, but yeah, you, you've really wet the appetite. Oh, about. Really I, I, yeah. I can't recall any uh, start to any air show season sort of like this and sort of being excited. For me, last year, I think I just did two shows um, for various reasons. Um, had um, a little boy born at the end of last year, so yeah, it's quite quite busy with various things. Um, but I'm really looking forward to, to this year. But yeah, I, I, me, I, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, you know, you've definitely sold uh, one ticket, and yeah, I think along with the rest of the other guys, I yeah. think a, a big part of that is the fact that it's it's just a new show in a in a scene yeah. where so many shows are disappearing. Yeah, absolutely. To have something, and it's been really painful for us being in the industry as well yeah, as you are. Cool. Seeing all these shows drop off, it's just like you do end up wondering what's going to become of it. Um, so yeah, it was really nice to be able to put on essentially a new show. Although you know, we shouldn't forget that the previous air shows here were not small yeah. air shows. Um, but it is, you know, it hasn't happened for ten years, so it is a, it is arguably a new show. Mm. Um, I think it's it's a new show with a massively strong lineup as well, because it would be easy just to go right, we're a new show, and just book the usuals. Hmm. I tried to not do that. Mm. Yeah, quite specifically, actually, yeah. not book that which you could have just seen the weekend before. Yeah, I mean, without spoiling anything, and of the. People listening will yeah, know. I need to be we've, careful we've as well, <laughs> because it is. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm sure there'll be plenty out probably by the time comes out more by the time will. this is, this goes out. They're well, they'll know it, what the airplanes are, but they won't know what we're going to do with them. True. Yeah. But it's very much an enthusiast <laughs> line up. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And there's some stuff in there. But I've had the, you know, where, where I've seen people uh, that I know are airshow goers like myself. I mean, you've got to remember, I'm just an aircraft spotter with the right job. Um, you know, I, I know all the registrations, I know the serial numbers of them, I'm equally boring, but well, I just happen to be in the industry. Um, so I've you know, had people come around the hangar and, and shown them what I'd booked at the time and said, right, if I've got all that, what else do I, what, what should yeah, I be sure. doing? Um, and, and taken some input from that and tried to cater to everyone. I mean, it's important to not alienate any potential of your demographic and you need something for those that just want to turn up and have a beer or lick an ice cream and, and watch some aircraft flying around. But you also need to cater for for the ones that maybe have seen everything already and, and, and show them something new. That's the plan anyway. 
Um, yeah, and, and I think the lineup reflects that. You know, there's a gap in the lineup, which you probably didn't see, but I didn't. Look, there's 10 minutes there that isn't yet filled. I won't tell you what's going in <laughs> okay. that 10 minutes. <laughs> okay. um, but we're trying to fill that 10 minutes with okay. something very specific, which if, which if it can happen, will be super cool. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Um, I think the other thing we're doing, which is a bit different, and it's mainly from me having the opportunity to get round a lot of air shows, as I have over the years, is um, we're flying into the evening. So okay. those, those slots down the bottom there, are actually an hour apart in in the evening up to eight o'clock at night um, primarily because it, it is appreciated that most people will just want to go home after they see that that sort of bit there um, <laughs> podcast just a terrible <laughs> terrible oh, bring, no. bring a piece of paper to a podcast that you can't talk about that's why I'm waiting for the comments to go <laughs> 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 But yeah, but, th but then having a sort of hourly slot so that if you want to hang on and maybe have another beer or a hot dog or sure. whatever it may be, there's still something to see. There's a reason to hang on. And for me, like we always say at air shows, you, you stand there at the end of the day at about six o'clock and go, now's when we should be going flying. Well, we're going flying. Happy days. <laughs> and certainly I've been to Harmvider, which I don't know if you've been, but I'm right. Never, never managed to go you there so far. Don't fly in there in a bouchon because it's frightening um, <laughs> and I won't be taking another bouchon there but um, there's a really good video of me landing it as well on YouTube which keeps coming up in my YouTube feed and I wish it would but um, yeah it, uh, it, it's a great show because it goes into the evening um, and, and you can stand there exactly as I did you know I slot was at sort of one o'clock or something and from there on in it's brilliant for me if I can fly earlier phenomenal then I get to watch the air show yeah. Um, so I just then watch the air show. I don't sort of go home and go and just take my flying suit off so no one knows who I am anymore. Um, and, and go and sit and watch the air show with everyone else and really enjoy it. And, and that was just brilliant because it goes into the evening and you've got cool things like, you know, Michael Carlson's there and he's dry decker and thrashing about between the trees at Harmvider. And it's flat calm and nice and warm still and there's a bit of sun but not too much. And, and I, I love that evening. Now, of course, we've slightly messed it up because we're basically on the summer solstice. So, so, <laughs> so yeah, spoiler alert, don't expect to see any pyrotechnics or anything like that because yeah. A, the fields will all be full of crop. Um, and B, well, not, not pyrotechnics, but not the flying around with fireworks. Yeah, sure. Meant. Um, and B, you don't expect to see any twilight displays because it, it's going to be sort of half ten at night by the yeah. time that comes yeah. around. Um, and we don't want to be in the pub by then. <laughs> so. Again, that's a good thing for Oscar. When I go to an air show, my main motto is first in, last out, because I don't want to spend hours sitting in traffic waiting to leave. So if there's something to entertain me while I'm waiting for the traffic yeah. to go down. And that's all part of it. You know, the, the idea is to appreciate we're not going to, not everyone's going to stay here. But if we can just keep some people here, then yeah. it's going to alleviate the traffic. And what I've always been so whatever is the rush at the end of an air show to, to go? Well, no, most people are rushing because they want to get out. Well, the main thing for us is we're on, and this will scare everyone because we're not yet selling tickets, but we've only got limited tickets for the whole show. Um, and the point of that is we've got limited tickets on the basis of Cywell Aerodrome's experience of knowing where the knives and forks yeah. are at their own airfield. If we let too many people, the site's big, but if we let too many people on, the roads can't handle it, and then there'll be traffic misery and everyone will just have a horrible time. So we've got a total of 10,000 tickets per day 
and that's it. Once it's gone, it's mm. gone. We won't then be miraculously releasing another 2,000 yeah. or anything like that. When they're gone, they're gone. And that is so that hopefully, you're going to have to queue. It's just life, isn't it? If you, if you go to an event, you will have to queue. We're opening the car Particularly park. with small roads. It's unavoidable. Yeah. It really is. I mean, we're, we're well connected here, <clears throat> but the last two miles are on smaller roads. And although, of course, there's an elaborate traffic management plan and all that kind of stuff to try and make it as good as possible, there's a grim sense of inevitability that you will have to sit in a queue for a moment. Now, I should point out at this stage, just in case anyone's listening to this just before the show, print your ticket. Okay. Do not turn up and try and download it on your phone when you get to the gate because there is, it's not, you normally get 4 or 5G around here, but when 2,000 people start trying to use it and you're trying to download your ticket, you're going to be deeply unpopular. So, <laughs> so when you do buy your ticket, print it. Not when you, but print it, turn up to the show in the queue mm -hmm. with a printed ticket. If everyone did that, you'd drive straight in. There wouldn't be a queue at all. It's only when someone hasn't printed their ticket and they're scrolling through their phone trying to find the email from months ago when they bought it. That will clog everything up. So, sure. yeah, if, if, if everyone printed their ticket, we'd have an easy time. Um, but, yeah, as I say, you know, th there's only so many things you can do to mitigate it. You can open your car park early um, and you can put something on into the evening to hopefully retain some of the people. Because there, there will always be people who will leave after a certain headline act. Or of course. After they've seen, you know, Spitfire or Mustang or yep. whatever that they, they were hoping to see, and any air show has that. But actually, you're right. There will be the people. I'm exactly the same as Dom. It just if I bought a ticket, I want to be there for the whole time. Yeah, the that's right. Worth, right. Yeah. You know, and and you know, there's plenty of places to get a beer or a soft drink if you're not that way inclined. Um, and and there's plenty of food stands that are all going to stay open. You know, well into the evening. traders, whatever traders you know want to stay open, but they, mm. they, they can stay open right till the end of the show. And we're not closing the gates until nine o'clock, um, and that's, okay. when, that's when we need everyone to be off the site. So you'd like to think that's a that good old long day. Definitely, yeah. And obviously, people with kids are not going to want to hang around. Sure. And we, we're definitely catering for people with kids. Um, we're just awaiting quotes on that, but but there will definitely be something for the for the youngsters because I've got two of them myself, and I know what it's like when you go to an outdoor event with two young children. You need just a little bit of stuff mm -hmm. just to entertain them. And they don't want to sit and watch what is it, five hours nearly of flying. Um, that's gonna, yeah, you can't keep their attention for more than about five minutes normally. So, <laughs> so, so you need other stuff. Um, yeah. Are we able to say what time it starts? Yeah, the flying's yeah. going to start at one because you've got a flight line walk. Okay. Um, and a, a, a good flight line walk in that you, you'll be able to get to both sides of the aeroplanes. Um, and a lot closer than you would at other places like Oxford, um, where you're <laughs> always, um, always unavoidably so, <laughs> a little bit back from the aeroplanes. You know, you're walking along a taxiway and the aeroplanes are, well, I don't know, what are they, 10 metres away. And you can only ever see one side of them. Mm -hmm. Well, this will be much, much closer than that. You know, you'll be able to stand at the very back of an aeroplane about a metre away from it. Okay. And look at it. Stay Fantastic. We'll shoot you. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the reason I actually I, I mentioned the start time and it, it, it's I'm probably something completely out of everyone's control, but sort of the only thing that people maybe have some concerns about as photographers mm. is probably it's going to be uh, north facing, uh, south facing, cracking. Oh, no, other way around. So that's why Sahel is a great place for an airship. Yeah, 
the you know the the, the the from a flying you know watching a flying display point of view with a camera if that's how you do it it's not how I do it but it's I appreciate there's a lot of people that do do it that way if you put yourself in the right spot here and on our little map of it it's even called spotter's corner and I'm a spotter oh, really? so it's fine for me to say <laughs> okay. that um, and I'll be probably up on spotter's corner um, I haven't got me long lens I just like looking at them um, but right yeah, down the ridge if, yeah exactly I already know the ridge I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but if you stand up there you will be looking you know we, we're really lucky we've got essentially a short display line which is not mm -hmm. normally a selling point until you think about the fact that basically what it means is everything can fly permanent topside all the way around mm -hmm. the entire crowd and, and bugger off having never had to adjust its angle or anything like that and you know as close as we can possibly get within the, the rules the aeroplanes will be as close as you can see um but if you get yourself up to Royal Corner, we might even label it like that. It'd be quite funny, wouldn't it? Which well, I is think that's a great name. I, I, I <laughs> really get fundamentally right up there. You, you will be facing north as you take your pictures, um, and we're flying starting at one o'clock on the summer solstice. Most of the air show, you will be shooting down sun into aeroplanes yeah. with sun on the top of them. Okay, happy days. Yeah, you know, I think that's what people want, isn't it? Was that a um, conscious decision to make, or is it just? It's it's just how the site layout works. Actually, it's more luck than it is judgment. Um, but certainly, you know, catering to the people that want to do that is that's a conscious decision. Yeah. Um, and obviously, making sure that there's toilets right up there. Yeah. So that they're not having to walk back a mile for toilets, and probably putting a couple of caterers up there so that if they want a burger, they don't have to walk hundred miles to get a burger. I mean, it, um, it it's it's incredibly encouraging to hear things like that, and I think calling it Spotter's Corner. Officially, it would probably not be a bad idea because it it shows that that has been taken into consideration. Yeah, absolutely. And that's something that not I mean a lot of shows do, some shows don't, and it, it, it's something that just adds that bit more value for the enthusiasts, which yeah, is not definitely. you know it's the other it's not thing the, the whole audience. So I was always trying to do, it, and it was one of the things I always used to notice when I came here as a display act was they never cluttered the flight line with anything other than the VIP mm. tent. Um, they don't have like they don't have tents all the way along the flight line, and then the people that are actually paying for a ticket are kind of second rate. Oh, you know, well we've got to put them somewhere. Um, mm. There will be a VIP tent that will, yes, unquestionably have unfettered access to the flight line, and, mm -hmm. but then the rest of the line is is completely open for 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 the general entry to to get as close, you know, to the aeroplanes as anyone else. So you're not like a second-rate citizen just sure. because you didn't buy a VIP ticket, which are exceptionally limited numbers. So it's not really, there's no expectation that there'll be mm. many people in there. There's 300 of those a day. So, um, yeah. The other thing we're doing is we've got a couple of um, <laughs> couple of reenactor setups in, in the flight line itself. So there's a little notch in the flight line. Um, still a bit of a work in progress, but if I say it now, then it has to happen. Yeah. So <laughs> if I fully commit to it at this stage, then we have to make it happen. So a couple of little notches in the flight line have a full RAF type setup in one rear at these tents and all that kind of stuff. Wheel a Spitfire in there, people take photos, wheel it out, wheel a hurricane in there, you know. And, and in the morning when the flight line walk is open, that's what we'll be doing. And then again, you know, further down have a, a US WAF one. Put a Mustang in there, put the Thunderbolt in there. And, and have mm. proper setup rather than just some reenactors and some aeroplanes have a proper setup. 
where it, you know, if you want to take a photo of an aeroplane in that booking period, that's the place to do it. Um, yeah. Do you have any consideration for doing a night shoot at all? Watch this space. Okay. <laughs> Maybe on the Friday. But you've got to remember, the Friday is the summer solstice. Yeah. So a night yeah, shoot yeah, is probably true, not course. a thing. Yeah. Um, the, the complication is, and I'll be completely above board and, and explain why we're not doing it, is that if we put on a night shoot, we have to light the car parks. Because if it's going to be dark and you've got to find your car, yeah. we've got legally we've got to light the car parks, and it's something we want to avoid doing. And but it's not to say that we won't do it if there is a Cyrol twenty twenty five, which you know, subject to this show going well, there is sure. no reason why there won't be a Cyrol twenty twenty five. And if people come away from it thinking, oh, I wish I'd just been able to drink more beer, eat more food, take the photos of aeroplanes at night, then we can cater for that. Um, but for right now, longest day of the year. Yeah, no, of course. That's, yeah. But for those incredibly limited numbers, potentially, for those that want to turn up and take a photo of an aeroplane to with totally no fences in front of it, nothing, watch this space, you okay. might see something crop up for you. Okay. Um, if you, were you might not. But you might. But that will come a bit later. It will that will come well after the the general yeah, just sure. for the Saturday and Sunday. And if it does come, it will be for the Friday. No, we can see the difficulties behind now. I mean, when I go to the Victor show at Cosby, they do a night shoot. It's a good show. It's a brilliant show. Mm. Um, but then they do a night shoot in September, and even then, it's not fully dark till gone nine o'clock, yeah. and then we have to kick off or kick down yeah. at nine thirty, ten o'clock. So same so, reason. Yeah, light yeah. in the car parks. Yeah. It's blah, 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 blah. And if you're doing that in the middle of summer, then yeah, it doesn't yeah, work. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, as you know, Darren, who's doing all the social media stuff, he organises some of those night shoots throughout the mm -hmm. year, and actually, when it's darker a bit earlier, um, so that that's the place to get your night photographic opportunities, I should say. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it you know, this is still, as we've said, this is still year one, yeah, and we might get it wrong, and I like to think people will be nice if we do, and and the, the main thing is, if you think we've got it wrong, tell us nicely be nice tell us nicely <laughs> that you think we've got it wrong and you might find that by next year yeah we've catered to where we've got it wrong you know we we are doing everything we can to alleviate any traffic carnage but i can't promise there won't be any um, and if there is you can rest assured that by the year after we'll have, we'll have sussed yeah. it we just don't know it's hard to know there's so many directions you can come at this airfield it's hard to know where the majority of your ticket holders are going to come from now Hopefully, we'll sell a good number of tickets and we can actually look at where the people are that we've sold mm. the tickets to and make sure that we can cater for what Google Maps is going to, you know, the way Google Maps are going to tell them to get here. We can make sure that that's as smooth as possible. Um, but, you know, we can only do our best. Um, I was just going to say, uh, I presume you've boxed the weather as well. Yeah, I've booked that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've booked that early. You <laughs> <laughs> spoiled my sign up for the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, seriously, I, I presume we, we, the time of year that it is, um, we, we've spoken about good weather and, and that sort of stuff, but presumably you will have. It happens. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, we've got, we'll, we'll have a good amount of traders. Can't tell you who they are because we've not actually sent out mm. the trader pack yet. If you think you're a good trader and you're listening to this, feel free to get in touch with us. More than sorry, but you're good. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, but um, we, we've got currently space for twenty traders, but it's not to say we wouldn't have forty. You know, if if people apply and they want to come, 
that's absolutely fine. Um, a good amount of food stores and all the aeroplanes, you know, touch wood, all the aeroplanes will be here from, you know, the, at least the Friday to ensure that if there is inclement weather over the weekend, nothing theoretically is turning up on the Saturday morning. Mm. Um, so if the, if the day itself is hosing it down, uh, unfortunately, you know, it's the great British summer, it does happen, yeah. there will still be all the aeroplanes here to see. The flight line walk will still open. There will still be plenty to do. And, you know, rest assured, if anything can go flying, it will yeah. go flying. Um, but, you know, I think we've all got to understand what's involved in putting on an airshow. And it doesn't, but you'd like to think, the, the 22nd of June, oh, yeah. <laughs> there is no guarantee no. whatsoever. But the other thing That's I would real. say is if you know, you know, the flying display goes into the evening, yeah. unlike a lot of places where it has to happen between point A and point B, it's going to go from sunrise to sunset, the flying display permission. So if for any reason we can see there's a huge shower coming in the afternoon or a huge storm front coming, we just start flying at 10 in the morning. And we'll just do the flying display earlier. That's really interesting. I don't think I've ever there's heard There's no that reason why you before. can't do that. No, really? I, I've, there's, there's various ways to cut the cake. Um, and certainly if you go to Villa Roche, Milan Villa Roche, the Paris Air Legend, I really recommend going to that show. It's a good show. Great show. Um, <coughs> it, um, if, if it's raining when, you're, when your slot's happening, you, you don't go flying. And then hang about a bit. Yeah. Someone will come and find you and go, it's not raining now. Do you want to go flying? You're like, yeah, I'll go flying now. And it's all totally, you know, they have, yes, they have a flying display program because they have a very big flying display like this one. But they have the ability for flex. And we have the same. We have the ability for flex. If we can see it's going to be showery in the afternoon, we'll definitely start the flying display early. That's really encouraging. With the caveat that, that the flight line walk will have to close early. I'm sure people will be happy to yeah. sacrifice yeah. that. For Absolutely. But there's no reason why we can't start flying at 10 in the morning. Um, and there's no reason why we can't start flying at four in the afternoon. We're on the longest day of the year. So if we don't start flying till four or five o'clock, other than the pilots bleating because they're gasping for a beer. Beer um, <laughs> 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 a lot. It's a way I am, unfortunately. Um, the, the, you know, we will get as much of that done as we possibly can. If it's humanly possible between sunrise and sunset, we will get as much of that flying display program done. But if it's a total washout, it's unavoidable. Yeah. Sorry. Um, it's the way of things. And will you be expecting any sort of fly-in visitors on no, today? No, you cannot fly. fly in. Okay. There's Better tell down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Spoiler alert. There's too many aeroplanes. Um, <laughs> so there's nowhere to park yet. <laughs> in the nicest possible way, that is a genuine problem. There is literally nowhere to park. We, we are going to be full. I mean, there's some physically big things on there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't want to say any more than that. Um, so we've got to put them physically big things somewhere. And we want to have our spotter's corner, which is where historically they used to park the visiting aeroplanes. Um, and for me, it's important to have that area up there, which is the, definitely the best spot to be. So we can't park the visiting aeroplanes there anymore. So where do we put them? Leicester. Cranfield. Um, <laughs> that's where we put them. Um, so if you're in Europe and you want to fly in, yeah, unfortunately you can't, but you can probably fly somewhere local and yeah. you know, it's not, you know, for those using public transport, I know it seems like we're slightly out in the wild here in Northamptonshire, but, you know, I've been rattling back and forth from London quite a lot this year and, and the train from St Pancras to Wellingborough takes 52 minutes 
and then from Wellingborough to here, you have 10 minutes in the taxi, well, which I appreciate is not ideal on an air show day. It may be that we look at putting some buses on if there's a, mm -hmm. a lot of people coming that, that way. And I would certainly say through social media, once you've booked your ticket, if you're going to be coming up from the London area or on public transport, let us know. Because if we can get a, a, a worthwhile amount of people to get a special bus put on, then we will. Um, but until we know the demand, there's no point. Well, I suppose for, for next year as well, if Again, that is something that proves to be really popular, then thing. you it's, can probably sell more tickets. And, yeah, quite. Yeah. It's, it's, um, yeah, it's, we, we've got to see. Well, that's true, actually. We could sell more tickets if people came on public transport because we're not short on site space. Mm. We're short on road space. Um, yeah. Encouraging people to use the train, I guess. Sort of. Uh, but at the moment, we can't provision to get you from the station to here. Sure. So I'm not saying use the train, but if you, know, if, if you need to use the train or you need to use public transport to get here, yeah. that's the way to do it. I was going to say, I mean, one of the questions we sort of, we, we, we wrote down a few little, you know, lines to, to ask for the purposes of this. And one of the ones we, we wrote down was what are the challenges in setting up a brand new show? But to be honest, it sounds like you've, you've kind of covered everything. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't sound like you've had any problems at all. Just what's that? So <laughs> just a little bit, and I think if you came at setting up an airshow, having never set up an airshow, it would be a total nightmare. But I, you know, we have previously topped an airshow, which we did over at Bentwaters a million years ago, and we sort of know what's involved through that. And I've been quite, not heavily involved, but I've certainly been partially involved with Flying Legends over the years, and seen what it takes to put that on. Um, and, you know, just generally, you know, I... We used to do 52 displays a year when we were the trick team, 52 to 60 odd. Um, I think our biggest year was just under 60 actually. So I've seen a lot of their shows mm. and I've seen how it should be done and arguably I've seen how not to do it as well. Um, so yeah, it's a big logistical operation and we've been at that for a long time. You know, yeah. si since the day we started looking at doing an air show, we've been looking at every element of it from accommodating all of the crew to where the park the aeroplanes where to put the toilets how many toilets we need all of that stuff that is normally the kind of thing you're thinking about now is already done marquees are booked mm. you know we don't everything's sort of sorted we've got all the we know how much fencing we need to do everything we need to do and we know that we've got it already so yeah it's um there's still work to do of course and i'm sure that the, the worst is yet to come um <laughs> but i'd like to hope Everything that can be crossed off at this stage has been crossed off. It's it's been dealt with. Um, and the last thing, you know, for right now, and the most important thing for everyone, I guess, is is the tickets going on sale. And the only reason, as I said to you earlier, it's taking a moment is because we need to make sure that that goes smoothly as well. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't want a ticketing nightmare as much as they don't want a ticketing nightmare. We don't want anyone pulling up there with their ticket that they've printed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> with their ticket that they've printed, um, and, and it not, you know, and the QR code not working that's a disaster for us as much as it is them. Um, so yeah, we just need to make sure that everything goes smoothly. Um, yeah, and the VIP tickets, you know, same thing. It's We've, we've had to make sure of what the offering is mm -hmm. and, and be absolutely sure and book the catering, we've got the menu and, and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, things that, There are things you can tick off well in advance. Sure. So yeah, but it's, it's enjoyable. It's quite a bit of fun. Well, I think that's the main thing, isn't it? It's something I've been to be, to be fair, thinking it, about it's doing for years. Pretty obvious from the way you've been speaking so far that it's something <laughs> you've quite enjoyed putting together. So yeah, and I hope everyone likes it. You know, maybe they won't. Maybe they'll hate it. 
If they do, don't write me a letter. I don't <laughs> they don't want to hear from me. If they yeah. it's, it's, it's the aerodrome's fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, unfortunately, if they don't like the flying display, it unquestionably yeah. is my fault. Um, but if you send me an email, I'll delete it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but it, it's an enjoyable process. It, as I say, it's something that, ever since we did the one over at Bentwaters, it's something I've thought about doing every year, really, and, and that we should be doing. And now we're, you know, we're really set up here. At, I think Simon's a great airfield, um, you know, well connected in the, in the right bit of the country, right in the middle, you know, close enough to everywhere. If you drive anywhere from here, it's never much more than an hour. Mm. Um, and it's, it's part of the reason that we're here as a company. Um, so, yeah, where, where else would you put on an airship? Well, I guess right in the middle of the country. Um, <laughs> so, yes, we shall see. Time will tell. Yeah. Um, um, one question uh, that we, I did want to ask, that you, you're welcome not to comment on it at all, um, with the sad announcement that Flying Legends isn't going to be happening again this year, yep. um, has that benefited you in any way or Don't I guess not with everything tickets yet. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. so look I'm, I mean I'm, in terms of things like I'm, participation Flying Legends is my favourite airship and I say it is because I'm sure it's not gone mm. it's just gone this year um, but it is the air show that I you know I've been kicking around Duxford since I was six years old and, and it's the air show that I've always enjoyed the most because it's a warbird air show and I love warbirds yeah. um, and, it's, and Flying Legends is probably part of the reason I love warbirds actually um, and I was, you know, well involved with it last year, and ended up doing the commentary, as you know, and 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 just being, you know, pretty involved throughout. And yeah, maybe maybe it will do us a favour because we're putting on a warbird heavy airshow. Mm. Um, we'll see. You know, those that can't get their fix at Flying Legends might come to us instead, as long as they're quick. Because you want to say But you know, it will definitely for me. It will be sorely missed. You know, when we chose our date, I was on the phone to Jane Larkham, who organises Flying Legends, saying, "Look, have you chosen your date? Because we don't want to be too close to you, but yeah. you're in the middle of summer, so we need to be fairly close to you. So, you know, have you chosen your date? Because I don't want to clatter into what you're doing, and in the same breath, I don't want you know to water down what what we're doing and what you're doing by doing something similar at a similar time. But I mean, once they chosen to go up to, to um, Church Fenton, it was obviously then we separated geographically yeah. as well. So I, yeah, I, I wouldn't ever envisage that it will create a problem, you know, if they do have an air show next year, we're probably not going to change our date and I'd imagine they're probably not going to change their date. And I'm sure that the two can unquestionably coexist. Well, I hope they can because I still intend to be very involved in Flag <laughs> Legends. Um, so yeah, we'll see, we'll see what happens. But I think the main thing you know, historically, Flying Legends has been physically a very big show, and it was still a very big show at Church Fenton mm. with a big capacity. Um, whereas we're arguably a big show with a small capacity, so there will un unquestionably be people I'd like to think that won't be able to unfortunately come to our region, and they'll have to get the fix somewhere else, won't they? So if Flying Legends is going again in '25, that's yeah. that's that's the spot to get your fix. If you can't see what you wanted to see here, you'll certainly see it there plus more normally. Um, yeah. But it is a you know it's it's a shame any air show that was happening and now isn't happening. That's yeah. a huge shame as far as I'm concerned. Even if it's a village folk that had an aeroplane flying over, yeah, and it's now not having the aeroplane, it's got an extra donkey. I think that's a real shame. Depends who's flying. Yeah, it's true. Depends <laughs> <laughs> who's riding the donkey. <laughs> so was your date chosen specifically not to clash with any other? I, I looked at 
everything else that was going on, thanks for the information guys, um, <laughs> I looked at everything else that was going on and tried to pick a weekend that has historically had good weather because I think there's a lot in that and, and interesting that was advice from Michael Bletsoe Brown who's the boss here he said well look back in history and see what the weather was like that weekend mm. because it, it will give you a fair indication and it historically has been a good weather weekend but also other than um, Lesno in Poland yeah. I can't yeah. really see and I'm sure you'll correct me if I'm wrong I can't really see anything else major going on that weekend um, so that's why we chose it because I don't want to you know, for us, we, we're in the business of aeroplanes going to air shows, so I don't want to have the air show here on a weekend where we could actually have the aeroplanes well, elsewhere. Yeah. You know, because they'll be out every weekend, and that's the aim. You know, this was a weekend where they wouldn't have otherwise been out, so arguably we just filled it. So that was one of our biggest frustrations with flying legends. With it, was it Yoverton used to clash? Ria. Well, it, it always so, clashed with Ria. So I never went to a flying legends Maybe. because. Mm. I used to, for sort of when I started getting into air shows, I lived down in Exeter, and it either always clashed with Riat or Yeovilton. And yeah. obviously, if it clashed with well, Riat every year, sort of a, yeah. you know, not yeah, negotiable Yeovilton, for me. Yeovilton, it was obviously that much closer than Yeah, because I can Exeter, remember taking so. the Seafire 3 to Yeovilton on the Saturday morning of Legends, getting yeah. an early slot so that I could get back to Legends in time to drink beer. No, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, to, to do the fight. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, clashing with Riat. It's, it's a difficult thing, particularly, you know, even when they were at Duxford. But if you looked at it, it it's such a totally different show, isn't it? Yeah. And, it's, and I think that was why they, Flying Legends, are able to clash with Rio. Because the two are totally different. And if you want to see a jet, don't bother going to Flying Legends yeah. because you're not going to see one. And there are two um, different, there are two, I mean more than two, there are two crowds, in even, even just in the enthusiast world. Yeah. And in general, there are people who like Warbirds. And a lot of the Flying like Legends crowd is international. Right. Yeah. So big international crowd. Um, and of course, a lot of people, it works great if you are international because you book Flying Legends on the Saturday and Rio on the Sunday and hope they both have good weather. Mm. Um, so, yeah, but I mean, I've never been to Rio because I've always been at Legends. Because Rio's yeah. got nothing for me. Really? No, I just have to stick the fingers in my ears all day. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's literally, it's bigger, bigger, because I'm of the demographic that would go to Flying Legends. Mm. I would. I, if it hasn't got a spinny thing on the front, I don't. Sure. Whatever, keep it. Don't care. Um, Which is so ironic, considering what you said was the. What yeah, well. No spoilers. There isn't a spinny thing on the front of it. I do take that. But yeah, I've, if I say any more, I'll ruin it. Yeah. yeah. But it, it, I've seen what it's capable of, and it's cool. Yeah. So, and, if, and if we can't get that, it'll be filled by something equally cool. Okay. So. And it's not to say there won't be just simply more added to that. Um, they think there's this, well, you've already mentioned well, one we've got time. already, but we've got time. Yeah. Um, so it's just what we do with that time. Um, and we've got, there's irons in the fire okay. to, still now to try and get more stuff. So we'll see. Um. <laughs> I, I mean, I I've think probably answered the ten questions, but you've only asked two. You started out, and I was going through the questions like, "Yeah, he's answered that one." He's answered that one. Yeah, he's crossed all those off already. Um, Very considerate. But I mean, unless there's anything you want to add, no. I mean, I think all I'd say is that you know we're apologetic that the tickets aren't yet on sale, and, and it's all you know, the whole everything we're doing is geared towards creating an easy experience mm. for those that are either buying tickets, coming to the show, leaving the show 
whatever it may be, it's taking a little bit longer because we're trying to make it right. Yeah. Um, and we don't want to do anything without being absolutely sure that when we do it, we can sit back and relax. Yeah. Um, that's the aim of it. So. I mean, touch wood, I think by the time this episode goes out, ticket should be on sale. Yeah, so. And I think there's absolutely no doubt at this point that the appetite is out there because yeah. I see so many people on social media talking about yeah, it. That's great. But the certainly for those listening to this who are probably airshow enthusiasts, let's face it, when they come on sale, go quickly because the cheap ticket is only there for a limited number yeah. and till the end of February. So if you don't buy it, it's only going to get more expensive if you're going to come just make sure you try and book your ticket before the end of February um, and, and honestly if they sell out really quick those early bird tickets we might have to see how quickly they sell out we might release a few more you know if, they, if they're sold out by the end of January we'll probably release a few more early bird tickets just to try and cater because we're not trying to alienate anyone or extract extra money from anyone or anything like that it's just you know we trying to get it right basically and, and obviously you know if you want to wait and see what the weather's going to do expect to pay more for a ticket yeah that's the way of yeah. things um and i you know most air shows do that anyway i mean ria have always historically done an early bird ticket and yeah i think they're selling them now um, it's just become the new business model yeah it's an interesting one uh, it's not one i'd consider it was actually again the the airfield that said well we should do an early bird ticket well, that's a good idea um, i mean it's, <laughs> it's it's something we were talking about the other day actually in our in our group chat because it's really interesting how much you have put out before tickets have even got on sale and i know you said that obviously that's to try and build the presence of the show yeah but it is it's it we wondered if that did you give any consideration to staggering it across it's basically the six months between now and the show at all. There's just no point, is there? I don't know. Mm. Um, no. Um, to me, I, I just, I, you know. I guess with such limited numbers on When you book a nice dinner somewhere for you and the missus, you want to know that that place is decent, yeah. don't you? You don't book it blindly because it's called something. You, you probably read a review or maybe have a look at the menu. Well, I think with a new show, people need to be able to look at the menu and see what they're actually paying for. Yeah. Um, so, and of course we can't announce what traders are going to be here and what food stands are going to be here other than we have booked something like 20 food concessions so you're not going to struggle to get a bird um, <laughs> but we you know it, we, we want to tell people as much as we possibly can to enable them to make a, a good decision as to whether they want to buy a ticket or not and hopefully by the time the tickets come on sale they'll have enough information that they'll be gagging to buy a ticket um, and if they haven't got enough information to buy a ticket just wait another week and there'll be more stuff to make yeah. them buy a ticket yeah. because they you know with the best will in the world at the rate we are currently currently announcing aeroplanes and when we are due to go on sale with the ticket we're never going to be able to announce all the aeroplanes <laughs> before we go on sale so i mean we probably can't even announce 50 percent of them so mm. so that gives people an idea of, of the scale of it all. yeah well i mean we're looking at the sheet of paper on the table <laughs> right now. it's a it's going to be a big one. Yeah, yeah very good. So with the tickets, are they day individual tickets or are you thinking about doing a weekend package? There is a day individual ticket. So with the VIP, you can buy a weekend ticket. Um, with the Saturday, Sunday tickets, there's the general entry. You unfortunately need to put two in a box. If nothing else, it's from a ticketing thing. It's We need to be selling separate tickets each day because there is no camping, there's no overnight. Yeah. So you know, if you're booking a weekend ticket, find yourself a hotel um, 
there's loads of hotels around in Northampton full of hotels and Willingborough, so you, you can find a hotel in, within 10 minutes of here easily. You're not going to struggle to find accommodation. Um, but yes, only the VIP has a weekend to get yeah. price. I hope it's, I'm sure it's come through in the audio, but if, in case there's any doubt, it is so obvious how excited you are about this yeah, show. Yeah, well, I just love air shows. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've grown up at air shows, I love air shows. I look forward to the summer because it's got air shows in it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I think, you know, arguably, I suppose, who better to organise an air show that, than someone that bloody loves going to? Um, and has been, you know, I reckon I've been to every air show in Europe. I'm going to say, I can't think of any I haven't been to. Except Ria. Um, except, <laughs> except Ria. That's, you wouldn't go to that. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, no, it is true. I haven't been to Ria. Um, and I probably should book myself a ticket to Ria, shouldn't I? Just so I can say that I have I mean, been to Ria. They had the ME262 last they year, did. so there was a warbird. It's true. Flying with a Mustang. So yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I've sat in that ME262. It's a good thing. Nice. I feel like a proper baddie. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, thank you very much for coming on to talk to yeah. us about the show. Uh, I think we're all very looking forward to it. Yes. Or we're all very even we're, also even, more, <laughs> even considerably more so now. Thank you very much for coming on the show to talk to us about the show, yeah, Cyber 2024. Hopefully, by the time anyone's listened to this, well, hopefully they've already bought their ticket by then anyway. Yeah, that's it. That's um, it. Let alone them being on sale. Let's hope they're on sale. If you're not interested in going to the show after listening to this, then yeah. I, don't think, I don't think you'd be going anyway, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. I mean, like I said, the, the enthusiasm for it just comes through. Yeah, cool. Um, um, I think all you need now is a weekend of good weather. That's it. And hey, thanks for everything you do for air shows and, and the like and enabling me to see who's flying around where and who did what. It's, uh, I'm, I'm certainly, you know, I, I follow what you do quite closely. So oh, well, that's, well, that's good to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, thank you for coming on. Yeah, no worries. But having said that, um, listeners will be able to hear Richard again. Well, for us, actually, it's only going to be a few minutes, but probably no, maybe maybe a week or two um, before the episode comes out. But the next one after this one will be speaking to Richard about Ultimate Warboat Flights, the operation um, and the aircraft and the history and all of that. As well as I'm sure you'll probably recount to us what it's like to yep. fly at an air show. Yeah. Um, so look forward to that one. Uh, thank you again, Richard. And that's been another episode of the UK Airshow Review Podcast. Thank you for listening. We are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at UK Airshow Review. Uh, we have a website, airshows.co.uk, where you can read all of our reviews and feature reports going back over the years. And I'm sure come July this year, we'll have a nice big. Fat juicy review of Cyber 2024 <laughs> to, to pour over, um, and some top ten moments, and <laughs> hopefully some of the top ten moments, which actually should be coming out soon for 2023, and then you can join the discussion to discuss all of that and more, and post the photo threads that Richard so loves to to go over, <laughs> That's right. um, which is forums.airshows.co.uk. Thank you for listening, and see you in another episode. Goodbye. <laughs>